Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read Raft People by M.L. Katz. We're all back from our beach vacations and that got us thinking, how are we going to survive the inevitable rising of the tides? Hey, we're having fun, folks. We're all fucked. Welcome to Let's Stop There. I'm Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called Raft People by M.L. Katz. M.L. Katz, folks. That's what they call us when we go on vacation. Yeah, the Major League Katz. Uh, yeah, we're back from vacation. Maybe a little rusty. Uh-huh. You never, I mean, we, uh, we, we might have lost the spark over the past couple weeks. Ganesh, you're looking tan. Uh, I always look pretty tan. Well, you know, I meant tanner than usual. You're looking uh, uh-huh. cr- crisp. Yeah. You know what I did out there on the beach? What? I want a round of applause for this. I. Well, you're the producer. You, you don't you get to ask do for All right, that. here it is. No, I'm putting it in. <laughs> I read a book. No way. A real life book. No, not just one book. I read one and a half books. What? Old and New Testament? You getting right with God finally? <laughs> Yo, do you think I read the Old and New Testament in uh, 12 days? I don't know how big they are. Maybe if he had the Companion Bible or whatever, the Pocket Bible. Sparknotes Bible. Uh, okay, what'd you what'd you, read? Yeah, what'd you read? The first book I read was called The Hike by Drew Maggery. I just bought it because I like his sports writing. And this is like a fiction book he wrote. And it was like kind of like fantasy, I guess. I think it was like a metaphor for something, but that went right over my head. That's fine. You don't need to, you don't get stuck on the details as long as you're having fun. Don't think too hard on vacation. You know, Yeah, you don't want to hurt your head. You don't want to get a headache on vacation. Did you describe it as a beach read? It was a beach read. It was breezy, dude. Mm. It was a breezy book. So you were out there, you were out there cooking in the sun, reading a book. Is that right? You didn't have a, yeah. umbra- you didn't have an umbrella or a parasol or anything like that. We had some sun covered. Were you reading it out loud? Like, you yeah, did they, you <laughs> okay, yeah. well, this with his second- finger, finger on every word. Well, the second book I started reading was Emerald City by Brian Birnbaum, which we read on this podcast. Oh, my God. And I got I got halfway through it, but I, I had a hard time with that one because when I had realized that I had read those words before out loud, I heard my voice, my own voice reading it in my head. And it was fucking with me. When you read normally, what, what, what voice do you hear in your head usually, if not yours? Oh, well, not my podcast voice. Oh, just your normal man voice. <laughs> yeah all right that's fine do you guys you know I've read, do you get when you think in your head do you say words in your voice dude i don't i can't think about that right now man why not it's a simple question you've you're been alive for a fucking brain aneurysm you've been here. alive for oh jesus christ all right you read two books and all of a sudden you're overtaxed your brain can't handle anymore 
Yeah, of course, Austin. That's my answer. Of course, I hear my my voice. Me too. But apparently, some people don't. I've yeah, read that thing. some people have like an abstract thought where they don't hear like a monologue or voice in their head saying words. But like when I overheard a conversation in third grade that still stuck sticks with me. Oh dear. Yeah. I was uh, waiting outside the computer lab. Because my it wasn't my time yet to play number munchers. Remember <laughs> yeah. that one? Yeah, I do. And so I was sitting out there. <laughs> Your computer lab walking. had a line? They didn't have enough uh, to... Yeah, we had like four computers. Eh, fair enough. Number. All right, sorry. To but anyway, so I was sitting out there and this teacher or guidance counselor is walking by with this kid and she's like, so you're telling me when you read a book, you don't imagine... You can't imagine anything happening. And the kid's like, nope. <laughs> That's my kind of kid. I don't think I hear my voice when I uh, when I think. What do you hear? Or not hear, but what do you imagine? What, 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 what forms in your brain? Just like images? You're one of I those mean, people? I have an internal monologue. It just doesn't. It's not your voice? Whose voice is it? It's, I, it's, I don't know, man. Don Cheadle. I wish. You don't So you just have like kind of an ind- und- uh, like a unspecific human voice mm-hmm. in your head. It's not mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Is that weird? I'm, to me? Yeah. I hear myself and I say the things that I would say with my mouth. It would be weirder if I heard like one of you. That would be funny if you heard me. And I was just being like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. That might make me a better person, honestly. I don't know. Or that's what I mean, insane. One of that's, what, that's what I hear saying to myself. And it works. Yeah, <laughs> it shows. It, <laughs> that's my internal drive. Uh, okay. Well, sounds like you had a lovely vacation. Shane, you went to a beach as well. Is that right? I went to a beach. Which one? Which beach? Let's get all the beaches out of the way. Ganesh, I believe you're at Outer Banks, North Carolina. Is that right? Yeah. Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk, baby. Like the Wright brothers first in flight. Uh, so I seen on the license first plates. people to take a shit in the sky. Uh, we've That's discussed that and it probably was them, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Probably okay. had to have been science. Wouldn't you? If you, for the, if you were the first person in the sky. You better believe you're you're shitting. We've covered all this before. I would do something else. We have. We've covered it. We don't want to tread ground. We've already covered. But I'd jack off in, in that plane. Hey man, <laughs> keep it. <laughs> really? Finally, just, finally, some privacy. I'll, say from, it. I'll just some, say it. Some, some some privacy from my my nosy brother Orville. <laughs> I finally got some alone time. Time to let her rip. Who's gonna bother you, dude? They got like a, a dirty dirty magazines back then. No. Uh, no. What do they use? Just their imagination. A novel? <laughs> yeah. The voices in their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reading it while I'm piloting this plane. Uh, one yeah. hand on the book, also gripping the steering wheel. And then the my, other hand, you know. My that, God. It feels safe, right? Yeah, maybe. This is what you wow. thought about on the beach as a you kitty think, hawk. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> is flying require two hands? Yeah, probably. I don't know, unless you're like a cool guy. One hand on the wheel. Great to have you back in uh, polite society. Yeah, you better tone it down. You got your creepy salt life vibes. I ain't the Patreon feed, but you got to keep your nasty business to yourself. All right, you were in the Outer Banks. Shane, where were you at? I was at Asbury Park, New Jersey. Hey, like Bruce Springsteen. Home of Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band. Did you go to the Stone, Stone Pony? No, I walked by at some shitty band was playing, so Damn. not for me. The D Street Band. <laughs> Oh, well, how was it? Did you have fun? What'd you do? Yeah, it was great. Uh, you you so got swimming? Some rays. Yeah. Swam on land and I swam in the ocean. Whoa. Cool. What? Pool. Land swimming. Don't you ever heard of it? I went to New Jersey as well. I went to Atlantic City, New Jersey. 
also kind of a bummer of a Bruce Springsteen sort of place where you just see just hell on earth. <laughs> but it was fun. We went there. We drove down in the middle of a tropical storm. I don't know if anybody out there happened to see those viral videos of the New York subway being just flooded and people walking and up to their wastes and dirty water. But that's the day that we drove out of New York City. <laughs> so wasn't too wasn't too great on the highway. Uh, but we got there. How'd you get out? We'll be, be uh, my friend drove us in a car, took a car. Yeah, I'm tired. What the route, buddy? The route? I don't know. Fucking the one road in New Jersey. I don't know. It's like one straight shot down. No, I'm just asking if you took like the BQE or if you cut through Midtown. Oh, we went. Yeah, we well, we we went from a <laughs> my, my route. We started in Astoria, drove up into like Washington Heights, and picked up a friend there, and then uh, cruised out of that area. I'm not too familiar with the northern part of Manhattan. I don't go up there. <laughs> I don't go above Central Park usually in my day to day, but we uh, just drove from there to New Jersey to Atlantic City. It was great. Beautiful place. A lot of people with, uh, you know, down on their luck, but a lot of hope in their eyes. <laughs> Atlantic City is a, a very peculiar place. And it's disgusting. It's all it's the it's the it's, it's the, not it's not disgusting anymore. It, no, it is. It kind no. of feels like. It's I gross. feel like I might have said this before, but it kind of feels like everyone there might have stuck their hand in a light electric socket. Yeah, no, you're right. Kind of like buzzing. That's yeah. true. If you got free alcohol given out at every single building up there. What do you think is going to happen? People no. losing their money left and right. All that's there to eat is fucking wall burgers and shit. Like we, yeah, that's right. Everything there is like some weird ass fucking. We ate at Guy's Chop House, which was delicious, by the way. Went there for your bachelor party years ago, so we went for my mm-hmm. birthday, and it was. A wonderful, but that's about the top. So that's, that's the top of the line for Atlantic city. I mean, did you have room for dessert? Oh yeah, of course. They gave me a little, I got a free little piece of cake cause it was my birthday. <laughs> we were all wearing party hats. Wow. Were you really? Yeah. And everybody kept walking by saying, Who, what, what's going on over here? Whose birthday is it? And I'd say me, <laughs> me, I'm 30, I'm 33 today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. It was delicious. Had a big pork chop. My waiter's name was Luigi, and he had two assistants. One was named Skywalker, and the other was named Hot Sauce. How do they find these people? Well, I don't think that's their real names. I think when you get hired at Guy's Chop House, they force you to come up with a Fieri-approved nickname. I don't know how Luigi got away with that. I mean, that's kind of a normal name. Skywalker, huh? Skywalker seemed like, yeah, he didn't really try too hard. More of a last name. You would think. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't ask. He, he could have been going by his last name. What would you go by if you me you if I worked at? Oh boy, Oof, if I worked at Pile. guys, Pile. <laughs> <laughs> hey folks, my name's Pile, <laughs> and the special today is a coconut crusted gigantic jumbo shrimp dipped <laughs> in 120 proof rum sauce. My name's Pile on account of how I stack my food. <laughs> Um, pile against my will. I didn't want to be called Pile, but they insisted. They said, you look like a pile. <laughs> no, my name wouldn't be Pile. My name would be uh, Salsa Verde. Oh, wow. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a great stage name. It's honestly a tragedy. I'll never work at Guy's Chop House because that is pretty good. You're not qualified. <laughs> You're goddamn right. I'm not. I'm not. I have no errors. I know I'm not qualified to serve the fine people of Atlantic City, New Jersey with uh, prime cuts of American beef. Could you imagine memorizing that menu no 
I everything couldn't. has an exclamation point. That's what I see. That you're, you're talking about my internal monologue. That's what that's what I'm just memor like saying in my head. <laughs> that's the, men, the menu items from Guy's Chop House. The voice inside Ganesha's head is Guy Fieri reading his menu over and over. It's like a seared Baja filet mignon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, while I was there, we had uh, a big fish bowl full of liquor and an upturned Red Bull. Came with the can still in it. Kind of gross in retrospect to drink something with a Red Bull can inside of it, but I did it and it was good. <laughs> well, the alcohol will kill the cleans it right off. Yeah, that's fine. Stuff, I guess it was delicious. And then we stopped by the swag store on the way out and I grabbed myself a uh, chop house pint glass, which now is in my home. A nice memory of my 33rd birthday, courtesy of Guy Fieri. Uh, and now Beautiful. we're all back. We're all back in New York City and we're ready to record this goddamn podcast. That's right. Is that enough chit chat? <laughs> Talk it out. We gotta. We gotta. Why you gotta say it like that? You know, because I want to get to business. All right. Uh, yeah, it's, we, uh, have, we only have an hour. We have, we? Yeah, that's right. We have an hour to read this book, and the clock's already started. Time's ticking. Do you hear that timer? I'm supposed to tell people what we do on this podcast. All you have to say is hour. Hour. One hour. One book. Eat shit. That's it, baby. That's uh, six words. <laughs> one podcast. Get a life. <laughs> I think sorry, we got an I'm email sorry. I got to read real quick before we, we get into it. Uh huh. This is from Stephen Hernandez. Hey, Steve. Uh, subject is book. Big Steve. You like to call Steve's Stevo? You ever hear? You, you a fan of that? When you meet a Steve, what's up, Stevo? You ever do that? My dad's name is Steve, and I've heard it all a number of times. People call him Stevo. Well, he's probably got some cool friends, dude. He likes it. Stevie. No, Stevie. No, we don't do Stevie. Stevo, yeah, we're good. Stevie, uh-uh. Steven with a PH, you might as well be dead in the ground. So uh, Steven Hernandez wrote in and said, I really think you should read Nazi Lesbian Vampires by Steven Hernandez. <laughs> it's absolute crap. I should know. I wrote it. Thanks for the great podcast. Hey, thanks, Stevo. We appreciate it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm reticent to read a book that has the word Nazi in the title, but you know, I'll give it a shot. We'll maybe put that one. behind a paywall. Yeah, that's right. You got to pay to hear that kind of good stuff, Stephen. Sorry, but uh, ABC, you buddy, always be closing. Pony up. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> sorry. All right, we're back from vacation. I don't... You're like, uh, I feel like vacation. You were just holding in all these little sayings that I was. I, people, I don't. People don't like it when I talk like this to them in real life. So I have to save all this energy for the podcast. Although this would come in handy if I was perhaps serving at Guy's American Chop House. Yeah. This is what they're looking for. I should submit this. Pile on the quips. No. (laughs) I'm Salsa Verde (laughs) or Steve-O if you want to be casual. Okay. Well. Salsa Verde because you're not, you're not very spicy. You're a little sweet. That's true. Yeah, I am. Also, I'm bright green. (laughs) Just give me a fishbowl full of Red Bull. Very, are we, that's, that's, we did it. That's the, that's the whole, is that the whole, is that the whole podcast? We done? That's the whole podcast. Um, but before we wrap up, let me read the synopsis of Raft People by ML Katz, book Raft one in people. the Raft People series. Uh, here we go. Before the big flood, Liz Green worried more about hiding detention notes, the activities of her rebellious friends, and the onset of mental illness rather than global climate change. She lives on the Texas coastal plain with her single mother, 
brilliant older brother and socially awkward but clever younger brother. But now the water keeps rising and her mother Leah has bigger problems. The suburban family, their neighbors, and billions of people all over the world are stuck between the rising seas and snarled land escape routes. Liz's family finds a website called raftpeople.com. <laughs> I was just typing random letters. Look what I found, Mom. Which coordinates the efforts of ordinary people who plan to construct homemade crafts in order to float out of the disaster. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Oh, boy. That's time we're yadying the, the yada synopsis. Synopsis? Jeez. Yikes. You get the idea. Hey, seas are rising, surf's up. That's what I think. Knowing me in that situation... I would probably just go to ratpeople.com. <laughs> hey, it's one way to live. Some people are rafting. Some people are, are burrowing. There's there's multiple ways to get r- away from the rising tides. Well, there's so much land under the water. That's true. Burrow. Nobody thinks about that. When the seas rise, when they go high, we go low. What's that, Michelle Obama? Is that what she said? Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, ever th- you know, when we were all just at the beach, you ever think, man, someday those are just going to be, that's going to be the ocean. Dude, I thought about that because the Outer Banks is like, it's the thinnest fucking strip of land. You can walk from one side to the other side in about five minutes. That's that shit. That's, yo, it's not long for this earth. Uh Uh-uh. Say goodbye while you can. It'll, it'll start gracing stories and books like, like with the lore of Atlantis. I'm going to go back down there and carve something on a tree. (laughs) Roanoke. Roanoke. Is it Roanoke? Roanoke, you know. It should, it's our state history. We should know it. Croatoa. Croatoa. I was down there like five <laughs> or six years ago and we had planned out this trip. We're going to go like camping on the Ooh. sound. Ooh. And we knew in advance that there was a tropical storm coming and we went anyway. Damn, we got ballsy. down there and we were caught in a fucking flood. Yeah. We were kind of just stranded for a little bit. Damn, man. That's stupid. stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. In retrospect, uh, it was stupid. But that, that flood really crept up on us. Yeah. You well, know, Shane's right. You should have gone g- to raftpeople. Yeah, you should have. You should have rafted out of there or rat burrowed out of there. Um, Shane's right. Someday they will be looking at uh, these places like Atlantis. Like there's going to be divers going to a bunch of fucking rinky dink cafes and <laughs> put, put golf courses and shit down on the Outer Banks. That's all, that's all it is. They're going to see that treasure ship from the mini golf course and be like, damn. Damn, what happened? There's, there could be treasure in there for real. Yeah. There is. Some family going scuba diving is going to find an employee of the month placard for pile <laughs> at guys. It's crossed out. It says in faded letters, it says salsa verde. Boy, pile had an identity crisis as he was drowning. Hey, caramba. All right. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. Let's call it. Let's move on. Let's go to the first page of uh, rat, rat, rat people, rat people. We're jumping in. First page. Here we go. All right. Well, this is raft people. Raft. 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 Or <clears throat> raft people. Ganesh. I'm going to skip the prologue, which is what? the first page. What? That's fine, actually. I don't know. Who do Won't I they care? tell us how they got into this situation? I don't care. <laughs> I do. You're a realist. I know how we got into the situation. A hundred years of industrialization. Uh, we, we're living it, buddy. We're living the prologue of Raft People right now. And you better believe I'm blasting that AC 
I don't give a fuck. I'm going down with the ship. What do you think the footprint on, on these video calls is? Probably enough to, I mean, What's we'll be the dead. Emissions? Uh, yeah, we're not, this is not a carbon neutral podcast by any means. Sorry to say. Chapter one, entitled The Great Dilemma. In the old days, before the big flood, most people probably thought I was Leah's folly. As a matter of fact, I have always been certain that our next door neighbor, Shirley Peterson, first painted the famous name on the side of our craft. Was the joke aimed at my mom, Leah Green, who came up with the idea of becoming raft people, or did she really name the boat after me? Now, have I got an idea? Two words for you. Raft people. <laughs> have you considered rat people? Because there's a lot of land under the water. There's a lot of, they're saying. I heard on a podcast. <laughs> Dr. Peterson, a local veterinarian, lived next door to us. His wife, Shirley, and her elderly father, Mr. Thompson, lived there too. The two men always spoke to me pleasantly, but Shirley and I seemed to be natural enemies from the time I entered high school. She actually threatened to call the cops when she saw my lowbrow friends hanging around my window. Mm. Ooh. After dark on more than one occasion. Burnouts and the freaks. What are those thugs passing into you through the window, Liz? Oh, sorry. Let me retake that. What are those thugs passing into you from the window, Liz? She'd <laughs> shout across the yard between our houses, waving her phone like a weapon. I do not believe she ever did phone the authorities, but the appearance of her stern face in the window across the yard was enough to put my disreputable activities to a sudden stop. Wow. And of course. Caught her passing a blunt. Narking on her. What's that stinky thing you got there? Send my friends scattering. Purely through it's a, it's a marijuana cigarette, ma'am. And it's legal now. So back off. Purely through intimidation, Shirley Peterson limited my home deliveries of cigarettes and hooch. Can we get six seconds of We Got the Hooch? What's that song? We got the hooch. Baby. You know that song? Only you, know, you got the only you got sweetest the, thing in this You got the love. That's probably more than six seconds, but I'm having fun. You got the, you got the French. 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 All right, settle down. <laughs> As a 16-year-old delinquent and frequent truant, <laughs> I found her vigilance incredibly annoying. In those years, my mother got distracted by the job of raising and supporting three teenagers on her own. Looking back, I can admit that Shirley Peterson's unwelcome attention probably kept me out of much worse trouble. She probably also saved my mom from a lot of grief. At the time, I considered her my worst enemy. You really got to learn to love your nosy neighbor. What's your relationship with your neighbor? <laughs> Where? I live in New York City. You think I talk yeah. to these people? I don't well, know. I remember they, they thought you stole their shoes on day one of you moving in. Oh, those the people downstairs? Well, I think they thought my movers stole their shoes. And you know what? They probably did. <laughs> But you know what? Don't leave your Yeezys out in the hallway, folks. This is a public. This is a public place. What kind of person leaves a pair of three hundred dollars shoes? That's what I said. I was like, if you're leaving shoes in the hallway, they'd better be grass stained New Balances, my friend. This is not the place for designer shoes. No, in a hallway. Also, our apartment is decked out with cameras. Like, go to the tapes, man. What do you want me to do about this? All right, I got nothing to say to you. If I left my, if I left uh, some expensive shit in the hallway. I would expect it to be gone in 10 minutes. That's what I think. Hope they don't listen. Hope they're not, <laughs> they're not fans. Because you deserve to have your shoes stolen, sir. <laughs> anyway, I got off on the wrong foot there. 
No pun intended. As I remember her from those days, Shirley Peterson was this incredibly tall and solidly built, square-jawed woman who was justifiably proud of being one of the first women in the Navy Special Forces. She could not be an actual Navy SEAL because they did not admit women. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Huh? It's just Ganesha's natural reaction to injustice in the military. Yeah. The patriarchy sucks, dude. Maybe it's just burping up some of that Guy Fieri's coconut shrimp. Who can never know with Ganesh. I wasn't happy with what I read and I have gas. Ah, classic combo. She took her career as far as she could go before an injury forced her into retirement. Shirley Peterson, nay Shirley Thompson, had been one of the first women to enter the U.S. Naval Academy back in the late 1970s. Sorry, back in the late 1970s. I haven't done this in a minute. I wasn't even going to say anything, but I just couldn't. He's used to reading in his mind, Austin, at the beach. Uh That's Uh true. Out loud for two freaking goons. That's true. You're right. My bad. I got to be more understanding. Her father, also a naval Scott Peterson. (laughs) Damn, what? Were you not thinking that? Shane went there. When I hear Peterson, I do think Scott Peterson almost immediately. What? I think about Scott Peterson a lot. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You ever, I don't just think about it. Fucked up guy. Yeah, it was in the news for like 10 years. That was like back when the news was like one thing all the time. You just heard about yeah. like when, remember when the news was just Anna Nicole Smith for like four years? Yeah. That's what I always think. What happened in those days? Now it's everything. Now there's a million things all the fucking time and it all lasts 30 seconds. Well, she died. There was a time in America. She told well, she Anna Nicole died and the news cycle just lost its fucking mind. And then Donald Trump became president. And that's the story of America. Yeah, that's there was just was a, there was a time when the news was just like one thing. It was it was comfort in that. You turn on the TV, there's Paris Hilton. All right, that's the news. <laughs> that's the news for six months. Then the news is Michael Jackson. All right, then that's the news for six months. Then it's Scott Peterson. All the right? news was Hugh Grant for yeah. like two years. Hugh Grant's the fucking news, dude. When you turn on the news, there it is. That's Hugh Grant. I miss those days. The simple news. Then Twitter came along and now everybody's fucking got a problem. Everybody's famous. We're like, we got a podcast. We're part of the problem. Let's, let's pull the plug on this thing. Bring back Anna Nicole. Fucking finally. As I knew them then, Mr. Thompson and his daughter had very different personalities. The old man seemed relaxed and full of good humor. He was more like his son-in-law, Tim Peterson, in that way. Shirley always seemed to stand at attention with her ch- chin thrust forward. While Mr. Thompson always seemed to be fishing for a joke, Shirley yada, seemed yada, to be yada. preparing for a fight. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> One of the seas going to rise already. Good Lord. Break out the raft, people. First, you should understand that it was actually my mother, Leah Green, and not our neighbors who first arrived at the incredible conclusion that we had to become raft people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In order to survive the catastrophe that would later be known as the Big Flood. Damn. That's a good name for it. When they say rafts, what are you guys thinking? I'm thinking like an old cartoon raft that's like Uh a bunch of logs tied together. Yep. Someone went down and and cut up 10 trees. and uh, (laughs) Tied them together with whatever Mm -hmm. that weird rope is they make out of the tree bark. I don't know how this stuff works, but I've seen it on TV. You saw Tom Hanks do it on in a movie. I saw it in Castaway, right? And then they bring their little, they bring their uh, volleyballs with them and they have a sail made out of like a porta potty door. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? What kind of raft are you thinking? You thinking like an inflatable raft? Shane? Huh? Oh. <laughs> I was um, lost in thought, just imagining the raft people. <laughs> 
I was just thinking about um, what it said on that porta potty door. What did it say? It was like a town. What was it? Bakersfield. And he just goes, Bakersfield. Damn. It's been a minute since I've seen Castaway. Anyway, that was what I was thinking about. And yeah, raft. That, that sounds like a raft. I'll take that one too. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. There's only two options here. The pre-made survival raft or the I made a raft out of garbage I found raft. I mean, boats are a thing still probably, right? Yeah. Why didn't they just get a boat? Because boats are way harder to make, dude. You don't have to make it. Just go get in one. They're all over the place. If they pooled their money, they could probably buy a pretty good scooter. You think they got boats in this fucking <laughs> post-flood economy? This sounds like pre-flood to me, buddy. They're on dry land getting their raft people shit yeah, together. There's a website. They got a website. You think they're accessing the World Wide Web from the raft? I don't think what so. What is it? Some kind of mesh network they got uh, on this water world? I don't know. Yeah. What's you think that? Kevin Costner had, was looking for Wi-Fi? No, sir. Mm-mm. He was looking for dirt. At the bottom of the ocean. As the floodwaters rose, we saw plenty of horrific news stories about stalled refugee traffic on the highways. In contrast to our own neighborhood, which had become very quiet and vacant, most major roads and highways had become hopeless snarls, totally clogged with evacuees. People ran out of gas, exits got blocked, and drivers became desperate walkers. Why bother? We can just hop on the raft and float it out. Are the waters like rising like overnight? It seems like really hurried. Yeah, no, this seems like way too fast. You should have some warning, I think. From God? From who? No, no the government. I don't fucking know. You know, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Guess what? The warning's here and everybody's ignoring it. So I guess my mistake. I mean, everybody's God too warned stupid. Noah before, didn't he? Remember when we read that book? He didn't just warn him. Noah was complicit, man. He made Noah his like sidekick in the whole scheme. What do you, well, what are you supposed to do? Just fucking drown? No. You become a raft person or a rat person. Or you drown. Those are the three options. The authorities have become totally overwhelmed. It could only deliver gasoline, water, and food to a fraction of the stranded refugees. Panic ensued and violence and crime aggravated the already dire situation. Didn't gasoline get us in this mess? Maybe ditch the gas and just stick with the water and food. And actually, we got water plentiful. It's coming up quick. Maybe just food. Thousands of people became flood casualties before the water even breached the Galveston seawall. At the time, we could still live comfortably in our North Houston suburb with our stash of supplies. But a few miles away, people were all really suffering on the roads. So you must understand the great dilemma as the sea kept creeping up the coastal plains Leaving seemed like our only option. Every day, another neighbor would load their vehicle and drive off. Another business would close. A few less students and teachers would report to school. But they still got schools in session here? You think this is all because the what the Astros did a couple years ago? Yeah, it is a direct result. At the same time, leaving seemed like a terrible idea. Let's stop there. Okay. Wow. Bummer. This is all really going to happen. That's the worst part. Hopefully I'm dead by then, huh? What are you guys going to do when the seas rise? <laughs> well, I've heard of a website to check out. <laughs> I've, you know, I get, it's my homepage. Just ready for when it comes. I'll tell you what I'm not going to do is move inland. No? What do you, why? Are you a big badass? You're going to move outland? You're going to go into the no. ocean and become a water world man? I'm going to stay right where I'm at. Oh, you're going to be one of those guys. Those stubborn guys who's like, I ain't leaving. And then you just I'm not going to. Where, where am I supposed to go? <laughs> Fucking Ohio. Denver, baby. The Mile High City. That's true. It doesn't get any taller than that. That's true. That's scientifically true. 
I don't know what you're supposed to do. We'll probably die. We live in New York City. Are you kidding me? If one minor thing goes wrong, we're going to die. We're like in the most fragile place. <laughs> you think we're getting across these bridges? Hell no. Uh-uh. That's all I'm saying. I'm just going to chill here, man. You just got to wait it out. I'm on the third floor. Maybe I can. No, dude, we're done. We're done. We're all going to go out like I am legend. We're going to be standing around being like, <laughs> how do I get across this bridge? And then we don't. We die. That's how it goes. All right. That's part of the deal. All the right. nightlife, the, the nightlife is fun. It's worth the trade off. Well, if everyone's going bridge, you know where to go. <laughs> Tunnel, baby. Rat people. <laughs> <laughs> Hitching a ride on the L train. Doug, who knows where? <laughs> uh, start 14th and 8th. Start life anew as a rat man of Midtown. I made it to the end of the L train. <laughs> now I can die on the in Chelsea. Hey, there's worse places to go. Well, that's a bummer. Sad shit. In the meantime, patreon.com slash let's stop there. You're not using your money in the future. What do you can't take it with you? Can't take it with you. <laughs> Spend it while you're here. Don't let that burn a hole in your pocket while you're waiting for the good Lord to drift you out to sea. Just think of all the fun you'll have until then. Listen to our podcast. Uh, let's jump now. Okay. Let's go to the next page of raft people. I kind of want to just jump to like a couple paragraphs down. Hey, you're the boss, boss. Hey. All right. You see what's there on the page. We don't. Yep. Okay. I don't see shit. I don't, for all I know, you're just winging it, making this shit up. I don't I even am. know that you're reading. That would be the most impressive thing I've ever done. You should do a Patreon one time where you tell us you're reading a book, but you don't. You just start you fucking just making make it up all a up. story called Ganesha's Inner Voice. That's canon. That's what's your. That's what's in your head. We didn't even take a break. Are we jumping? Just put a little quick music here. Bing bang bong. All right, we're back. Just a couple paragraphs later. For more raft people, can you give us what we want? Give the people what they want. All right, there's a couple paragraphs from where we just left off, and here we go. The website, raftpeople.com, <laughs> contained a community of thousands of people worldwide who decided they needed to figure out how to float out of the disaster. My mother, registered at the forum, started chatting with some folks who were already building their homemade watercrafts. This is like a V Bulletin Web yeah. 2.0. Her handle is Big Mama Wants to Float. Two. <laughs> Two? Yeah, number one is uh, taken. And had become obsessed with the idea that we could build our own homemade ark. She just immediately started posting, make me a mod. I want to be a mod. <laughs> Do you need new mods? She's just going through all the threads writing first. First, first. Do you accept mod applications? I want to be a mod. Who are the admins? As she grew more engaged in the forum, she showed the site to my brothers, Andrew and Mark, and even to me. I was hardly in a state to pay attention to a website full of eccentric geeks who thought they could build their own arcs. But my younger brother, Mark, he was immediately enthusiastic. He registered himself so he could research on his own, and soon he and mom were sketching out some sort of raft. Little baby wants to float. Little son wants to float. <laughs> Mama's little floater. <laughs> mom started sketching out some make my mom a mod make her a mod <laughs> my mom wants to be a mod he starts polls who should be mod polls would my mom my, my mom make a good mod <laughs> thread closed <laughs> banned for one hour that's something that's really lost to like history is like those early internet forums like the culture that just doesn't really exist anymore i miss oh my that god i got banned from game faq so many times 
what were you posting on there? You could get away with some saying some crazy stuff on. I would see he was some he of was the dropping, most vile shit I ever saw was on Game Facts. <laughs> he was dropping tub girls. <laughs> no, I was just getting into spats on the Morrowind uh, forum <laughs> about like different armor and stuff. You know how it goes. KS Casadas and Balmora is a bitch. <laughs> what mods? Get in here. The boots of blinding speed aren't really that fast. <laughs> I can walk faster than the boots of blinding speed. <laughs> Closed. Banned. Ban hammer. All those gifts. Ban. Ban. Mom started sketching out some sort of raft balanced by pontoons that they planned to construct out of whatever they could scavenge. My older brother, Andrew, displayed more caution when he saw what they had planned. The first design looked pretty primitive. They planned to construct a large raft out of nothing more than fence rails, inflated tires, and some sort of crude shelters on top. Work with what you got, people. That's what I say. Where are the brands in all these rafts? Where's the Nike raft? Where's the PepsiCo ref? That's true. That's on. That, honestly, that is what the end of the world is going to be like. It's going to be like fucking Adidas branded rafts. Everybody's dying on the Amazon. The Amazon survival boat. Amazon. Amazon basics boat. All the reviews are like it sunk. <laughs> <laughs> My sister drowned on these boats. Two stars. Fast shipping, though. I got it in two days. Hey, you get what you pay for. All right. You didn't spring for the New Balance boat. You got the basics. The Casper boat. That's the good that's stuff. That's the Lisa. That's, I'd, honestly, that's I'll take my mattress out there and see what happens. That thing will tip over the first time it storms, Andrew said. Plus, Dad used to say that every tire leaks eventually. This seems like a bad idea. I like that kid's voice. Keep it going. Then Andrew got online trying to find some ways to improve their initial design. He types in rafters for cyber. Frustrated, he finally asked, wasn't that old guy next door a naval engineer? What does Tom's guide say about rafts? Which one's the best for the 2021 fall season? (laughs) I heard that LL Bean raft has a fucking lifetime warranty on it, dude. Yeah, you get your initials in it, too. So people, they can identify your body easier when you wash up on the shore. (laughs) And it comes in plaid or like a periwinkle. <laughs> wow, a periwinkle velvet raft just washed up. I don't think this was. I don't. I don't think this was ideal for floating. But he went out in style. Oh, uh, there's three initials embroidered on it. A G H. Uh oh. What's that? S V P. Salsa Verde Pile. <laughs> What's this placard doing? Oh wow. <laughs> steamed pile so mom invited our neighbors over for supper we ate outside under the covered deck with the fans running mom grilled burgers get the fans running fuck it the seas are rising maybe cut back on the electricity or i guess at this point fuck it It let it burn baby the burgers they're grilling burgers out here (laughs) but hey fuck it might as well have some burgers before you die that's the thing man if it turns out we're all gonna die i'm gonna just start trashing my body i think i'll just start (laughs) that's that's when you're gonna start (laughs) Hey, this, is, this keep- is me showing some restraint here, all right? <laughs> you've been keeping this thing at peak performance. I had broccoli for dinner, okay? Oh, my God. Do you have any? Yeah, uh, I won't be eating any broccoli when the seas start rising. I'll say that. Do you have cheese Whiz with it? Would you, no, nothing to dip it in? Uh, it wasn't a pasta. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had broccoli. I had one broccoli and a big bowl of pasta and vodka sauce. <laughs> 
fucking sucks. <laughs> that was sensible. Just some Evu, you know, some cheese, obviously. Yeah, very good. I remember that mom explained her idea and she had placed her laptop on the table so she could show everyone what she had learned. September in our part of Texas was still steaming hot, even in the evening. But luckily, we still had electricity most of the time. Remember, we were still a good hour's drive north of the flooded areas. And so far, our weather was still just hot and humid. Mom, shouldn't we just get in a car and drive out like other people? I asked, hoping for some support from Dr. Peterson or Mr. Thompson. This raft people idea sounds crazy and also like a lot of work. As I mentioned before, Shirley raised, schooled, and trained with strict discipline had little use for me. Admittedly, I was a, an erratic little teen leprechaun with torn jeans. <laughs> what? Studded, that really changes the imagery in my mind. Studded belts, painted hair, and a fetish-inspired jewelry. Okay. All right. Hey. That's specific. Uh, I get uh, painted a picture for me. It's like warp tour. That's it. Yeah, that is what that was like. Charlie never said it, at least within my earshot. But I'm sure she would thought I would be better served by stricter discipline instead of frequent trips to the therapist. Let's stop there. Oh, okay. Wow. So we've done uh, like a page and a half. We're about <laughs> an hour in. <laughs> this is exactly the, this is uh, the pace of three people who haven't done this in a while. This is our first podcast in a in a minute. So I guess we'll jump ahead to page two. <laughs> Let's just read the whole thing. Fuck it. We'll be here for eight hours. Okay. We'll jump ahead to some other part of the book and we'll, uh, hopefully the water's risen and we're riding that raft out to sea. Huh? Huh? Let's go. Let's jump. We'll be right back. This is Raft People. Uh, go. This chapter is entitled Gorillas. Like the band? Like the Rage Against the Machine song. Okay. Thank you for putting it in terms that I understand. The next month <laughs> passed quickly. Most of the really hard work had been completed, and we just kept plodding through the muddy backyard to attend to last-minute preparations or going out in small details to try to scavenge more supplies. <laughs> the last, how, how many pages did you skip? It was all just them building the raft. That seems like it could be a paragraph or two. The hold and kitchen area seemed well-stocked, jammed full of cartons, cans, and bags. Yo, they got a kitchen on this thing? This ain't the kind of raft I was thinking. They got plumbing? Or a hold? <laughs> What's the difference, really? But as the floodwaters <laughs> crept past downtown Houston, and we heard more dire news of shortages... Nothing seemed like enough. I began to pay attention to such things, and I learned that a box of cereal and a can of powdered milk did not last long when seven hungry people needed breakfast. One afternoon in November, we sat around the picnic table under the lopsided patio cover, enjoying our canned food prepared with an Asian flair. Ooh, guy's favorite, um, uh, you know, any sauces <laughs> on the top of your mind, fellas? Uh, sweet and sour? No, I would want some with more like a bang bang sauce. Oh, yum yum! Oh, like with a bang, something ba hot. Ba hot bang bang sauce. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like you got a specific idea in mind, but no words are coming into your mouth. I just blacked out for the last sweet, sweet, five seconds. Sweet, <laughs> little sweet chili sauce. Yeah, that would be do. good. That'll be just fine. <laughs> what are they eating? 
I black. I am like out of it. It's very just a hot can of here. it's just general canned food with an Asian flair is all I've heard. Both the Asian style canned chicken, vegetables and noodles that the lopsided patio cover were courtesy of Dr. Pham. You probably recall that he had wrecked the patio cover when he accidentally swiped it with the forklift. I do recall that. That was a good part of the book. With so much else to do, nobody had bothered to repair it. Why would you? It's going to flood soon. Well, I think that there are other raft people in the area, my mom said. We got to kill them and take their raft. That's what raft people do. We find other raft people and hijack their rafts and make a bigger raft for us. Yeah, it's like the International Space Station. We <laughs> just tie it all together. <laughs> the dock. Mega raft. Put a couple of rafts together, you got yourself a new country is what I think. Nobody will give away their exact position, but I sort of put it together from the comments they made. <laughs> Damn. It seems likely, doesn't it? Mr. Thompson said. If we're here, there have to be a few others. Well, everyone seems to be pretty timid. My mom continued. We stick to our small groups. People are still active on the forums. They want to reach out, but they don't really want to pull anybody in. Well, these people on their rafts got like 5G. How are they getting on the internet? Now, the deal is, Austin, you get a raft uh-huh. uh, and you'll get parts for a better raft if you bring three other people that want to build a raft in. Oh, my God. It's like a pyramid they, If they bring three other people to build a raft, then you get even their shares and so on and so on. That's the, the Cutco Raft Company. All right. What's, when are we launching this thing? Let's hit the open water. huh? Enough of this muddy backyard. Maybe other people have also encountered hostile groups. Makes sense. They can hardly know who to trust. After all, it would be easy enough to pose as a nice family, but really be something else. If you're using a public forum, hackers could even exploit the forum names and profiles of real members. Oh my god, hackers. You mean people who just read the forum? (laughs) (laughs) How'd they find out these names? You're telling me Babe and the Big Blue Ox 1994 are not (laughs) who they say they are? My God. They're raft jackers. I did make contact with David Brown's family, my mom said. They would love to meet us, but... That sounds like a fake name easily. Do not trust David Brown. They would love to meet us, but of course, they're already floating a few hundred miles east of here. Hey, (laughs) nice and easy. Some of them are just in the ocean already. (laughs) (laughs) Getting warmed up. The family of Andrew's roommate we knew had already been floating for several weeks. <laughs> They're out there drinking pina coladas. Playing pinochle. What's their raft like? I asked. Well, it's more like an actual raft, I think, my mom said. They used treated wood. The platform is several feet thick. They do have pontoons attached for added buoyancy, but they don't have any hull space down below. The floor is the hull. They tell me they've seen plenty of rafts that are nothing more than wooden inflated tires. And get this, they have two dump holes. <laughs> you can take two dumps at once on this raft. So we're in pretty good shape, Mr. Thompson said, if everything works out like it should. Yeah, we're in great shape. We're about to get on a raft and go in the ocean. And live forever. That's Yeah, that's just where we'll live. We had more time than some, Dr. Peterson said. Some of these people only had a week or two to figure out what to do. We've had months. Well, still... The tide keeps rising. You know, I always really figured it would stop. I figured we'd work on this craft, but soon it would all be over. Andrew would come home and we'd all go back to school or something. Honestly, it seems like getting in a car and driving like two months ago would have been a way better idea (laughs) than this. Let's spend the next two months building a raft instead of driving to Colorado. As Mark spoke, we heard an engine overhead. Planes had flown by on occasion, but they had been too high for us to hear. Surprised, we looked up to see a large helicopter coming in low. Are we being attacked, do you think? Shirley said. (laughs) 
hand over the raft. This is the United States government. She picked up a pair of binoculars, <laughs> squinted for a moment, and said, Navy. Oh, maybe they kicked Andrew out, Mark said. He was slurping up a mouthful of noodles. The Navy's in the sky now? Things are really different in this world. I had finally gotten to the point where I stopped expecting to see Andrew emerge from his room. I doubt it, but it's a nice thought, Shirley said. She slipped a powerful little handgun into her jacket pocket as we watched the big machine descend to the street in front of the house. <laughs> we all got up to greet them, friend or foe. After weeks of isolation, most of us were willing to take a risk just to speak with other people or hear some news. She's going to pull a Joker from Batman with her. Shoot, shoot the helicopter and bring it down. Oh, I thought you meant Remember she's going to shoot it. I thought you meant she's going to shoot it and it's going to have a little flag come out that said bang. That's, oh. that's exactly what I thought. That'd be cool too. <laughs> you know when he pulls that long pistol out of his pants? <laughs> what movie is this from? Batman. Which one? one? Jack oh, Nicholson? Oh, Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson? Yeah. I get I I remember now. Once the blade stopped turning, a couple of young, muscular looking types hopped down. Hunks. Damn. The hunks are here. <laughs> plop, 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 plop. Ma'am, what's your social security number? <laughs> it's me, David Brown. I saw Potbelly, <laughs> the big engineer who had come before. Only now he looked like he'd lost about a quarter of his bulk. Everyone was working hard and eating less these days. I remember that he had originally promised to return within a few weeks of his first visit. A couple months had passed. I'm on that catastrophic flood diet. <laughs> The seas rise and my pants shrink, baby. But even I could imagine he had been kept busy. How? Dr. Peterson said, with an ironic smile on his face, pantomiming his idea of a native greeting. We greet the men from the big bird in the sky. Damn, pretty racist, dude. Maybe you hang back while we take the raft out. <laughs> Shirley frowned at him, but the rest of us <laughs> grinned. We did feel like aboriginals greeting some sort of superior beings at this point. We had not Yikes. even started the car for a couple of weeks. Lacked electricity for common use and probably worst of all, found warm showers to be a luxury we seldom bothered with. These clean and pressed men hopping out of a helicopter <laughs> already struck us as some sort of fantasy. The clean boys? <laughs> my, my, my. My pristine gentleman. Potbelly nodded a greeting. Hello, Dr. Peterson and everybody. I do bring gifts from the great father. He held a... <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Huh? Just reading what's on the page. Uh, do what? You know who's behind all this? I've been suspecting it. Who? I bet Great Father turns out to be one big guy, and he's causing the flood. Oh, yeah? It's going to turn out to be Hose Daddy. Hose Daddy! Oh, daddy. <laughs> oh, we never suspected Hose Daddy. You're right. If there's too much water on the scene, there's only one man who might be responsible. He's spraying. And you know what? You know what? Shovel Sun and him had a dispute. Shovel Sun is saving everyone by burrowing. You're goddamn right. You are so right. Hose Daddy is a raft man and Shovel Sun is a rat man. And now I know which yeah. side I'm on. Hose Daddy's raftpeople.com is a pyramid scheme to fill his hosing. That's, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. Shovel Sun, had, he didn't want to have any part of that. Uh -uh. He said, Dad. He's like, you're going to live long enough to see yourself become a villain. That's also from Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, there's a reason Shovel Sun didn't go into the family business. It's because him and Hose Daddy, they don't have the same moral code. So, yeah, Hose Daddy is, I think it's canon now, a villain. <laughs> I was always under the impression that he was perhaps a hero or at worst, 
just kind like of an a, anti-hero. And yeah, oh, I think he turned. He broke bad. Hose Daddy did. He held out a large garden and gestured at us to take it. Mark looked at Shirley and she nodded, but held her ground. Mark and I stepped forward to grab the box. It was pretty heavy. We gently placed it on the ground. Go ahead and open it. I'm sure that Mrs. Peterson over there has some blades under her jacket. Ah, I have a pocket knife, Mark said. Is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. There's Sound a lot of, of characters a- in this scene, dude. I got to... Uh, really, I'm really stretching the range of my voice. No, here. it's good. That's the sound Maybe of a man you should trust with a knife. London. Hello, I'm from Boggy London Town. <laughs> Said the billowing Texas gentleman <laughs> in the helicopter. The two younger men glanced at Mark, but shrugged complacently when they saw his little Cub Scout style pen knife. No, I just remember we have British people that listen. Now I, now I feel humiliated that I did you that. You should. You should. That's fine. I feel humiliated for a lot of reasons all the time. So it's just another drop on the bucket. In my uh, deteriorating mental state. Well, you look really, you look pretty good. Nah. I was going to say really good. I just scale it back some. Nah, let's you look pretty crazy. Good. I look all right. Your skin's looking pretty good. Hey, my skin's, you know, it's fine. Could be better, could be worse. I like your hair. Hair's looking pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I do look good. You're right. Thanks. Thanks for the boost. Right. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the pick me up. Yeah, you're welcome. If you need to be taken down a couple pegs, you come right back to me and I'll, I got you. Don't worry, I got myself for that. Mark flipped the little knife open and sliced through a layer of tape. Inside, we found a wrapped turkey and several containers. We popped them open, pausing to savor the delicious aromas of gravy, mashed potatoes, and turkey dressing. Just all piled in there. (laughs) I love a good holiday pile. This is for Thanksgiving, right? That's what they serve at Guys American on Thanksgiving, the holiday pile. (laughs) Hey, folks, welcome to Guys. This year, we got the holiday pile, 10 cubic feet of turkey and cranberry sauce and green beans and mashed potatoes with a side of donkey sauce and an upturned Red Bull. (laughs) Drink up. We call these fizzy potatoes on account of the (laughs) Red Bull that we pour in there. (laughs) These are called guys electric yams. This is for Thanksgiving, right? (laughs) I had asked. I had hardly noticed that it was already close to the end of November. Tomorrow, Potbelly said. You guys lose track of time or something anyway. We've been out surveying and spotting raft people. We thought these packages <laughs> might make us a little bit more popular. Hey, besides, remember how I told you we'd be back in a couple weeks? And, well, now it's been a couple months. I'm trying to make amends. A cooked we have to wait. goose for everyone. <laughs> Everybody else got out of town and drove to safety, but we thought we'd fly over and take a look at you dipshit raft people and throw some morsels your Instead, way. Instead, he's like, send him a goose. <laughs> Send them a cooked goose. Let them eat pile. Let's stop there. Okay. Well, sounds like things are getting bleak. I'm ready to see these people in the ocean gulping salt water. You want to see that? And taking shits off the side of a boat. Yeah, I do. I want to see them die. I don't know about you, but that's All what right. I that's where I want this to go. All I want right. them to be punished for their foolish mistake of building a raft to try to outrun global warming. <laughs> Ain't gonna work. You think you can just get in a car and drive? Yeah, everybody else did. Yeah, and they're probably all dead, dude. Why? They got stuck stuck in traffic, and then they had to walk. A couple months? I mean, traffic's bad, but it ain't that bad. Traffic ain't months, Ganesh. Traffic ain't months, Ganesh. Yeah, Ganesh. A wise woman just said, (laughs) once said, shut up and drive. (laughs) That's what you got to do in these situations. Yeah, two rules of the road. We're stuck. We're stuck in this city. We're going to die. Two rules of the road are shut up and drive and Jesus take the wheel. 
Okay. Yeah, we're fucked. I don't have a car. We're done. We're done. We're dead in the water. We're dead men walking. Hate to say it. We'll go down swinging though. We'll be releasing podcasts on our on death's door. That's our pledge. <laughs> As the host of Let's Stop There. When the apocalypse comes, uh-huh. we'll keep we'll keep releasing episodes until the salt water is up to the third floor of our apartment buildings. We can just rename it Let's Die There. Let's die here now. Uh this is a little bit bleak. We're getting the Ganesh is giving us that look like um he's concerned that we're not doing so well. <laughs> hey, but that, this wouldn't be the podcast without that look. Okay, let's jump. We'll be right back with more of this uplifting story about people riding rafts into the ocean and eating big <laughs> piles of Thanksgiving slop, courtesy of the government. Raft people. Let's go. This is Raft People. Ganesh, give us a taste of the raft. This chapter is called Storms and Sushi. Ooh. I like a good thunderstorm. And I like a nice roll of sushi. Well, let's call the whole thing off. (laughs) We started enduring some pretty rough winter storms. Sure, Texas gets rain in the winter, but the really bad storms, like hurricanes, were usually reserved for the hot late summer and early fall months. We spent a few weeks wet, shaken up, and miserable, but still safely drifting along. We started to see Sally on Leah's Folly in the evening waiting for our meditation sessions, and we started to see her in the morning when we went to the kitchen cabin to throw together some type of breakfast. Damn, Damn this has got rooms? It's got rooms. And they're practicing mindfulness? And uh, This ain't ain't your usual raft, okay? This ain't half bad, huh? luxury raft this is the peloton raft they, they ended up just <laughs> buying one <laughs> every morning a screen comes on come on keep rowing you got this <laughs> nobody doubted that she and dr fam had fallen in love oh once in a while damn are we gonna get a romance scene raft sex that's what i want to see rocking the raft the raft's rocking you're gonna sink soon i still wanted him to pay more attention to me but mostly I saw how natural their pairing up became. I think I surprised Damn. myself. Dr. Pham's a hot commodity. This guy's going to repopulate Earth from this raft. I mean, he is a doctor. Yeah, he's probably got a, a big um, uh, intellect. Knowledge, intellect. <laughs> knowledge <laughs> of the situation. Yeah, hey. It gets lonely out there in the open sea. I'd give him a chance. Once in a while, I still wanted him to pay more attention to me, but mostly I saw how natural their pairing up had become. I think I surprised myself by how well I managed to share Dr. Pham's attention. He still treated me like a favorite niece, and Sally was always very nice to me. Maybe I just lacked the energy to keep hating her. If Dr. Pham had become a sort of uh, favorite uncle, well, then Sally Tran seemed willing to step in as an older sister or aunt. I really weird. had no other choice. <laughs> weird, weird comparisons being made it's here. It's a raft family, all right? These are raft people, okay? <laughs> the, di- the family dynamics are different on the raft, okay? You'll see. So they haven't really, like, got to that stage where they start ranking people like warlord or like... Uh, <laughs> Jester. Bone, 
bone masher. <laughs> well, sort oh. of, but they're just ranking people like with like familial terms, like uncle. Yeah. I will say raft uncle kind of fits well into the hose daddy shovel son dynamic. It does. Uh, the one thing that can beat a hose daddy is a raft uncle. They say in the ancient books. That's true. Of hose. That's true. That is true. If hose daddy unleashes his unholy uh, spray upon you, raft uncle is there to ride out the tide. I had to accept a bit more distance from the dentist and a little more attention from Sam. Oh, he's a dentist? <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo. Get some loud boos in here. Boo. Oh, this man could actually do something important on his raft. <laughs> Put a crown in. Fuck you. Fuck you, dentist. I think I got more upset because my rooftop garden started to flood. That's cool. Yeah, they got a roof. And a garden. Hey, yeah. you need a garden if you want to live. You got to grow. They're <laughs> just doing like little shitty gardens. They're like basil. <laughs> like little tomatoes. <laughs> Cherry tomatoes. We're going to live off this. We're all eating pesto for the next 100 years. Mark and Dr. Peterson helped me. Oh, they got a couple doctors on board. I hope we got a real one. dentist. Oh, one's an orthodontist. <laughs> the other like a psychologist. It's all boring. Nobody, somebody has a heart attack. We're all dying. Someone's got a, their doctorate in a like medieval language. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have any old English around here I can uh, take a look at? Mark and Dr. Peterson helped me come up with a drainage system, but I still lost most of my seedlings. We developed a drainage system called the dump hole. <laughs> As you can see, it drains right here into the gigantic water underneath us. I felt bad like I had let a nursery full of babies die. The dump hole is just like a sacrifice to um, host daddy. That's true. Yeah. Because he catches it and cleans it in the everlasting spray. Mm. Ah, I need to to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Hang in there. We plowed the little brown leaves under and hope to try again once the storms abated, if that time ever came. This will be the first episode where we give Ganesh the wrap it up sign. Our solid hull reinforced and reinforced again still held. A little moisture seeped through the seams, but it was nothing we could not remove with a hand pump, bucket, and some back-wrenching labor. The biggest danger during the fiercest storm seemed to be that our tied-up crafts would bounce into each other. Oh, they did tie up their crafts together. Finally. Good. Some sense. Like the ISS. That's right. What's going on up there? Anyone talking? During all this? Probably nothing. Yeah, I guess they can't. Well, Houston's where they all come. Like, that's where the rockets come from, right? (laughs) I sound like an idiot when I said that, but... Isn't that right? That's where NASA is. These people are stuck. They're not going to be able to come back. You think all of NASA is just in Houston? Well, the other no, parts. Of- we've got Cape Canaveral, which is also underwater, I'm sure. Yeah, you, if, if, if Houston's underwater, God knows Florida's long gone. They're doing these operations from Space Camp in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> oh, dear. That's also probably not long for this world. Mark helped Moby Dick reinforce their pontoon platform better. And I think that's the name of a boat. Since the fine attachments constantly gave way, especially in a couple places that Mark called stress points, we had enough spare rubber strips to add a few bumpers to their pontoons too. We simply tied Mighty Duck, another raft, up closer so it would not have room to bounce around so much. When storms were bad, we invited the Andersons aboard Leah's Folly. Buy you drink, bobbed along its merry way. The simpler That's another good name. Man, I would love to name a raft that saves me from the apocalypse. That sounds like fun. The simpler designs of Devil's Island and Sisters of Mercy seem to hold up pretty well. They just had less protection with their crude shacks sitting out on floating platforms that were almost directly over the water. Yeah, naming would be fun. Yeah. Also, like, designing it, like, the, like on The Sims. Like oh, Rose, yeah. Like, Rosebud a couple times. Oh, yeah. Get, like get those, those money cheats. Oh, yeah. What would you name your, your life-saving boat? What would I name it? Yeah. 
The soaked hog. Oh, nasty. But it, it does evoke the image of you in my head, so I get it. Mine would be called uh, Piles Floater. Can you talk about you? What do you when you when you have to build your raft to uh-huh. float away and and save yourself from uh, the rising tides? What are you going to call it? Uh, I think I'll call it the Big Drink. That's nice. Oh, you should have like a party boat with like a bar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. You could have gambling, man. Okay, get a grill. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, I don't know if I want a grill on this uh, wooden boat, but can you can you set sail with a huge grill and immediately sinks? <laughs> Maybe we can get like a hot plate or something on it's there. It's not a boat. It's a it's a raft, dude. No, nah, you got you can put a grill on there, dude. Yeah. A Coleman. You know, here's what you do. All right. Okay. Here's what you do. You're gonna build a smaller raft mm-hmm. and you tie it to your big raft. Okay. And that That's small good. raft has the grill, so if it That's starts good. catching on fire, you cut it off and it floats away. I saw something exactly like this on Shark Tank. A grill on a raft. You saw a grill on a raft that's supposed to be attached to another raft that you were on during a flood on Shark Tank? Actually, 100%. Yes, I did. <laughs> do you want me to send you the link? Because it's real. <laughs> Fine. Do it. Floating grill Shark Tank. Yeah. It's called the floating grill. <laughs> <laughs> and they got they got a deal, my friend. What's How much that puppy cost? Let's see here. I'm, gonna, I'm, about, to, I'm about to blow your fucking mind, dude. Hold on. Can you the, the links work in this chat? Oh, click that link. Click oh that link God. and go look at the screenshot. <laughs> oh no. Yo, that's a floating grill, dude. It's real, man. Oh man, they're just making some hot dogs on this thing in a fucking river. Seems dangerous to me. Take that to your local pool. <laughs> hey, you don't mind if I bring this floating grill in here, do you? Sir, there's kids in here. Oh, they got a deal? Yeah, they got a deal with fucking mr wonderful oh maybe not i actually think he hated it who gave him the deal it sounds like a mark cuban guest shark daniel lebetsky founder and executive chairman of kind snacks weird shit man yeah anyway it's real all right and that's what i would if if i needed to live i'd uh-huh. make sure to grab myself a floating grill on the way out the door damn we've come a long way huh as a society humanity has reached its peak with the floating grill Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just wanted to enlighten you about a real product that I saw that I think would make your life better. Just a mere two and a half minutes ago, you guys laughed when I said, put a grill on that thing. I was on board. You laughed and laughed. You laughed and laughed. Well, let's stop there. Okay, fine. All right. So these people are out here. Well, there's a a dentist out here getting all kinds of attention from the ladies of the raft. There's a, a, they've introduced a new dump hole. Which seems like a, a nice, some good progress for the raft. What's the plan here? Do you ever go back to land or is this just life now? Nah, I think you'll probably hit, I guess once you hit Colorado, you'll get, you'll get some land. Who even knows if they're going the right direction? They could be heading towards West Africa or some shit. What? There's mountains there. All right, fuck it. You're seeing the sun, dude. You can use that to calculate fucking direction. I don't trust these people to do that. They didn't bring a floating girl. What do they know? People that went on raftpeople.com have spent months fucking finding out how to build the best raft. You don't think that they know how to fucking use their raft and like, no, I don't, I I don't, I don't trust raftpeople.com, but you know, maybe, maybe I'll be proven wrong. Let's jump ahead and we'll see. Maybe they'll end up somewhere. uh... Well, I will say just spoiler alert. I did notice that there's a sequel to this book called floaters. So I'm not sure that they're going to hit dry <laughs> land by the end of this one, but I guess uh, we'll see. 
Hey, maybe maybe we'll get to the end of Dr. Fan will be the king of a whole new floating dominion that he is uh, uh, a holdover. Anyhow, let's jump. We'll be right back. Of uh, raft people, raft people. This is the end of raft people. Raft people. Here we go. Here we go. We MK cats. De- ML cats. Raft people. Yes. ML cats. We we agreed to depart amicably despite our disagreement. And Danny, Mark, and I promised to consider everything the rabbi suggested. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> maybe I did Mark a disservice by hanging on to him. And maybe my fear cheated Danny out of an opportunity to be a father. Or at least a prominent person with enough money for dental work. What's going on on this raft? I'm just past 30, so I suppose I have some time to decide. Wasn't this person a kid in the beginning of the book? What's this timeline of this book is wild. Maybe I can change. I spent the second half of my life trying to cope with the tragedy that occurred at the end of the first half. Those of us in the up above surely fear the down below. <laughs> They're cased now on the raft? The burrowers. The, the burrowers are to be feared. They have a massive domain. Why should this be true? The hull stayed dry as long as it needed to, and the only demons down there are my own. Otherwise, it's only populated by memories and friendly ghosts. Even my adolescent nemesis, Shirley Peterson, and my strict high school vice principal were trying to help me. The only true ghost I ever met, Mr. Thompson, saved my life with his work and told me not to fear him when he appeared as an apparition. Uh, I finished this narrative, didn't I? I faced my fear and I traveled back to the big flood. If you readers learned anything about raft people, it is just incidental. Maybe this time I can leave it all behind me. Besides, you only learned what I remember, enhanced by some old journal entries and photos. I believe my account is more valid than that of the awful Captain Marks, but I am only absolutely certain of one truth now. She really was just a boat, and Leah's folly was not me. And that is not so much of a truth as a choice. The fuck happened here? What? So this was framed as, like, reading... You should have read the fucking prologue, dude. I guess this was, like, framed... As like someone reading their journals from their youth. I don't, you know, I don't, what happened here? I don't understand. This book was nice and slow for the first like, three uh-huh. sections and then went like zero to a hundred in the last two sections. That's just an, that's an allegory, Ganesh, for climate mm. change. Well, I think they did end up in Colorado. Uh, great. <laughs> Should have just driven there in the first place. Everybody loaded up in the car on page one and this would have been a two page book. Okay. Raft people, you got to love them. So floaters is next, and then it's hose v shovel, the final showdown. Damn, dude, I can't wait. I got my money's on hose daddy just because he he is daddy. The cover of floaters is like it's like a lady sleeping on a raft, or maybe she's dead. I really can't tell. She looks dead. Oh, she looks real dead, dude. She looks injured. I'm not sure I want to <laughs> read that. Um. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I <laughs> I don't mean to peek ahead at future sequels, but I clicked on floaters and the first page is a series of quotes. 
The first quote is, a coward is incapable of exhibiting love. It is the prerogative of the brave by Gandhi. And the second quote is, sometimes all you can do is all you can do. And the origin of that quote is Leah Green from Raft People. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, maybe we'll dip into floaters some other time. Good company. I can't say I was wowed by Raft People, but, you know, it did the job. We had fun. We had some fun, didn't we? We had a good time. Uh, 10 out of 10 for me. Good. Uh, <laughs> all 10 was, out of 10. It's, it's a 10 out of 10, especially because of the raft names. Yeah, those were good. That was fun. It was a good time. It's just, you know, it's just good to catch up with my boys back from vacation. Now, now we're in for the long haul until next summer when we all leave again. But hey, someday I hope to share a raft with you guys. And uh, yeah, that'd be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Well, we'll do another. Let's get another live show going sometime soon. We should Let's put the coals in the fire. Yeah, we we did miss Q two, so uh, <laughs> this is going to be a bi quarterly live show. It sounds like. Yeah, we'll get a new live. We're going to have a new live show sometime soon. What? We'll figure it out. I don't fucking ah, Q three, baby. I don't, I don't deal in absolutes. I'm not a Sith. We're in Q three right now. Hey, well then it could be any day. Keep an eye out. <laughs> I don't, we'll figure out a date. Let's pick a date. We'll make it work. I mean, this is the first time we've talked about it right now during this podcast. So <laughs> we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it would be fun to do a live show again. Oh, and you know what? Maybe we could, we could all, be, all be in the same room. Now that could be. That's probably gonna how it's gonna have to work with our internet connections. Uh, <laughs> that would be cool. Though. We should do when we're all in the same room. Oh, and also before we end the show, we got new merch, folks. New merch. If you go you to do? our, uh, I've sent it to you. You looked at it. You hit your head, buddy? Oh, that's for real? It's, have you not looked at the store? <laughs> it's there. Well, most of it. Not the... You can cut this out. The Host Daddy shirt is not up yet because I have not perfected the design. But we got new merch up. Public. Oh, this is great. Go to tpublic.com slash stores slash let's stop there and buy some shirts or mugs or baby's diapers or monocles or like uh, little top hats. I don't know what they got in there. Oh, this is just beautiful. It's good stuff. I know where I'm doing my Christmas shopping. <laughs> Everybody's getting let's stop their socks this year and their stocking. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's like six new shirts or designs. It's gonna have to be shirts. They really are. Like you can buy totes and pillows and notebooks, what have you. You can have at it. Far be it for me to suggest you give us more money, but hey, it's there if you want it. You can get these shirts in a V-neck, folks. We sell masks. You better believe we you got can masks. Get a let's stop their mask. You could get a mask with our face on it. You can get a Snooters the Fun Drug mask. That's Why wouldn't you? I never thought I'd see the day. It's real. We should have been banking on this dirt when the pandemic was really at its high. Where's the diaper section at? Um, That's in the secret store. Oh, my God. You can get a 24 by 32 art print of the <laughs> LST logo for uh, the low, low price of $37. Why wouldn't you want that? Who wouldn't want that? You could get a tapestry. <laughs> you could fly the snooter's flag from your rest. Extra large canvas is a hundred thirty. <laughs> hey, that's modest. It just, I mean, the quality of the product speaks Handmade. for itself. It's a stretched canvas. You could do worse. You could do worse than spending hundred thirty dollars on a canvas size print of our logo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you gotta buy it, but it would do us a big favor if you did. How much money do we get from that if someone actually buys them? Like like 30 cents? I don't even know. We've never even cashed out on that. 
I logged in the other day and it was like, what's your name? We need a name to pay you. I put Shane Burkwell. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. I should get in there and look at it, right? We've probably got some money in there. I don't know. I don't, I've never, listen, we just do it for the love of the game, folks. This isn't the real moneymaker. Uh, Patreon is, but you know, feel free to give, send money to both and we'll give you some shit, either premium episodes or, you know, uh, really expensive wall art. What's up with the shirt? Doesn't come in black, comes in soft pink, yellow, orange. Well, black would clash with the, the, the black lettering. Oh. I had to go through and look at which colors made sense, which with each design. Um, well, I so, like it. Thanks. Maybe that's Heather Gray. Heather Gray could look good on you. Wear that to the gym. Yeah, get the stains in it. <laughs> hey, nothing better than a sweat-stained, let's stop there, Heather Gray uh, V-neck. That's what I say. It's good lawn mowing clothes. All right, that's the end of the episode. Sorry we talked about our merch for so long, but literally we hadn't even looked at it till right now. <laughs> Just go to our website and there's a link. Okay, that's it. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our artwork. The artwork that's beautifully displayed on these shirts and mugs. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Thank you for listening you can find us at letstopthere.com you can find us on social media and send us harassing messages Uh, you can give us a phone call at 567-309-0357 leave us a voicemail and we may just play it on this show depending on you know how good it is what else is that it is that everything what else we got go patreon.com slash let's stop there now I'm getting the wrap up sign eat my shorts bud EMS Uh, okay that's that that's the end we'll see you around we'll catch you next time on let's stop can we get a a chant like wheel of fortune let's stop there bye